This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week, my Wednesday edition. And I believe uh, Ash has called this season two. So uh, because we took a bit of time off because no one really wanted to do it. And so what we did, we put the word out there again. And tonight we've got ourselves a new next next lad for a shaving. Ladies and gents, it's Mr. Jim. Is it Capel or Capel? My apologies. Capel. <laughs> Capel. Quite the intro, that weren't it? Quite the it intro. I, I, sh- I should have learnt that before we started. Now, Jim, it's a bit more of a, a more down, you know, dour version of myself that I put on for this because I just want to sit and chat about your uh, about your time with you know supporting Sheffield Wednesday. Why Wednesday is you know that was going to be one of the uh, one of the names of this segment we were going to call it actually, but we had to uh, we had to go with my Wednesday because why Wednesday is something that probably gets shouted most weeks this season. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. so Jim, t- you know, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Where are you living? Are you are you from Sheffield? All the rest of it. Yeah, um, I'm from Sheffield. I originally lived in Sheffield for a very for about a couple of years at Winkerbank, so at the Sheffield mm-hmm. at the Wednesday end, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then actually grew up in Norton. Oh, right. Okay. And um, at 18, I left for university and now I live in Lincoln, which is. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. So um, every day is an away day, if you like. Well, every day is walking uphill with Lincoln. Uh, Yeah. It's bloody (laughs) awful. 
I uh, <laughs> I spent spent a serious amount of time in Skegness, so I bet that's all of your bank holiday sorted, isn't it? Um, not if I can help it. No, I tend to go back to Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fancy, so yes. fancy. Oh, yeah. So so let's let's go right back to the start then. So you know, tell me about your first game. Why Sheffield Wednesday? All the rest of it. Let's let's get into it. Um, all right. Well, um, I, I'm assuming like 99.9% of other people that have been on here, it's um, all down to me dad. Mm-hmm. Um, again, always, dad's fault. always, yeah. Didn't really have, I wouldn't say didn't have a choice in it. It's more of a, he took me to Hillsborough for the first time and it was um, in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I believe, six. And um, it was against Spurs and we lost. 4-2, stood on the cop. I spent most of the game trying to balance on my dad's shoulders because he put me up there so I could see. Um, and it was a bit wobbly. I remember that clear as day. And um, all I do know, and I've known, I didn't know if I know if I knew it at the time, but I've known since then, uh, that Gary Lineker and Paul Gascoigne were on that pitch that day. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so it was it was quite a, an introduction to... To football, if you like. Um, I just remember being on the cop, the place going berserk for Wednesday's two goals. Haven't got a clue who scored them. Can't remember. Um, Bear in mind, Jim, as well. I remember going in those early days, and there was that period of time where people used to just fall onto each other and think it was hilarious. And you're on your your dad's shoulders. I bet that's bloody terrifying as a kid, isn't it? It was, yeah. I think the only time I've been more terrified than that is when somebody got me tickets for uh, the back row of Twickenham and yeah. it was the highest thing I've ever seen in my life but uh, <laughs> yeah um, yeah just I just remember that game and remember immediately being wanting to go again I, I just mm. I, I do remember that and unfortunately the next game we went to was a certain game against Nottingham Forest where we lost 3-0 and <sighs> um, to be relegated and it was really strange because I kind of knew what relegation meant even at that young age and that it was a bad thing. I remember being in tears, went back to me, my old granddad's house uh, back then because my granddad was with us as well. And um, it was, it was just devastating, absolutely devastating. And to see everybody else around you, grown men crying Mm -hmm. because of what had happened. Uh, and I'd, even though I'd been for two games, I just knew what had happened. And so I had like the summer to think about that and just saying, you know, we'll go next year. We'll see. My dad was, you know, we'll see him win next year. Not a problem, not, a, not an issue. And then the love affair with football was uh, Italia 90. That well, summer. yeah. I think, I think there's something about that year uh, that because the, the, the shit years of football of you know muddy pitches and and uh, and people having tear ups in the in the stadiums and stuff. Something happened in 1990. Something happened yeah. that summer with that World Cup and everybody all of a sudden subscribed to football again. Albeit you know to the point where two years later, club club owners realised they could make a few quid by creating the Premier League. Right, so. Yeah. There was there was something happened that summer where if you if you were the right age, it absolutely football was some was a soap opera for you. For it was like the boys' version of EastEnders and Coronation Street. And then just to go back on what you were saying as well, there's like a um, I, there's there's an element of what's behind the curtain with going to the football with your dad, and yeah. and 
and I don't know if I can ever explain it because you feel like it's the same feeling of when you went to, you know, when your dad would go to the working men's club and you'd have to sit outside with your panda pop and uh, random blokes would keep bringing your bags of crisps and another panda pop. You know what I mean? Lads, just... playing do- lads playing dominoes in the corner. Yeah. They, occasionally they might let you shuffle the dominoes for them, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You were stood there and you thought it were great, like just shoveling yeah. them across that table. Yeah. There, there was something about wanting to be part of that little gang and wanting to be part of yeah. these these working blokes that were just, you know, you didn't want to be a burden, but you wanted to be part of it and you wanted to press the buttons on the gambler and stuff like that. And I feel yeah. like, but you, you, it's going to sound ridiculous, but the, the league standings and the football at that age, between about six and about 10, didn't really matter. It was just being around that group of people and watching watching your dad be not dad is is... You know what I mean? He's he's, yeah. he's just one of the blokes, and they're all ragging on him a little bit and going, "Shut up, you tight bugger," and, and things like that. You know, you wanted to be around that. You know what I mean? It was it was the, it was the people around it for me. It was, um, I I just remember. I mean, I still sit in front of sit and stand in front of them now. You know, the just people yeah. that moan constantly for ninety minutes. <laughs> I'll include myself in that in a few on some games as well. I must admit. Well, but... we're, we're middle aged now, Jim. It's it's yeah. got given right. <laughs> we put our we put our we put our work in, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Spent enough money on it, so in it. There you go. In it. So right. So it's uh, it, you know you, you then did you start going regularly in ninety one in that in that promotion season? Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, um, just I just remember vividly the first game or well, the first home game anyway. Which I didn't go up for me to me first away game until the um, a couple of seasons later. But mm-hmm. um, my, my first home game was Hull when we won five one. Hursty got four, and I think Paul Williams got the other. And and it was that was just ridiculous. It, that was one of them games where you think well, we're going to do this every week now. This well, is that's it. Just, isn't it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 done. And then I think we went one 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 one. And it was just, they're just not as they're not going to put five in every game, you know. But it, that would just that were brilliant that game because I, I, mean, I still see you still see some of the highlights pop up on like YouTube and internet now, and people share them on socials, and you still watch them, and you still think I'm going to watch this, even though you know what's going to happen. You just have to watch it again, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's like that Liam Palmer goal at the the home tie at the Peterborough uh, yeah. semi final. Every time, I, I don't think I've ever just scrolled past it. I, no, blindly just watch it. I know full well. I, I can tell you the commentary yeah. word for word. Like, <laughs> and you're still wincing when the ball goes up. Oh no, you know, and things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. not, not getting to it. Not getting to it. And exactly right. So, so I tell you what. Then I always find that Christmases and birthdays now from one particular member of your family, like your uncle or your dad or something, is always sorted out now. So, what was your first shirt? What was the one that you, you know, tell me about your first one and tell me about your favourite one. Oh, right. First one's going to cause a few ripples here. Um, the first shirt was from the season before I first went, which and I've still got it at home, and I've given it to my daughter. It's right. um, the pinstriped Finlux slash VT plastics, blue and white. Eighty-eight. Still got it. I've still got it. The same shirt. And uh, yeah, I have still. Got, I wish I had it with me actually, but I haven't got it here. It's at me uh, at my mum's. Like, but um, that was actually bought for me 
by a friend of the family who was actually a blade. Brilliant. And, Brilliant. and they, um, they, they got me that shirt. And I don't know if they even know that I've still got it to be fair, but uh, wow. yeah. Um, yeah. So I passed that one down. So that was my first. Um, and I quickly got the, away shirt to go with it which was the brilliant green and white hooped uh, right listen this shirt this shirt gets revered quite a lot right like the I lavender one I've, I've still got it now but in a a much bigger size <laughs> oh right yeah 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 me too me too and and yes. you know what i realized is a man at 40 odd years old i can't wear hoops i can't <laughs> i uh pinstripe all day hoops no yeah but I went into the pub wearing it for the first leg of the playoffs against Sunderland um, a couple of years ago. I just strolled in and my mate, who's a Man City fan, took one look and said, oh, blimey, I didn't know you'd come as a tube of toothpaste. Brilliant. So, <laughs> the... Uh... But yeah, I, I, you know that that one gets revered quite a lot. But it's not pretty, is it? It's not a nice shirt. But it's just so That's far removed. I think that's it. It's just so far removed from the usual yellows and blacks that we get. It's, yeah. I mean, who sat there and went, yeah, that one. Yeah, green, and, green and white, that'll yeah. do. Ridiculous. Yeah. We'll, we'll make them look like Celtic, but we'll put some little blue stripes in between as well, just to make it look yeah, like yeah. more bearish. Yeah. See, what, see what they did there. Now, so let's let's move forward a bit. So obviously we went through the successful years and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, and So where were you for the Rumbelows Cup final then? I mean, you'd only been very young. I bet you are at home in your mum's, uh, your mum's uh, front room, right? It was actually my grandma's front room. Brilliant. Uh, it was on a really, really old boxy telly. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my dad actually got a ticket for the oh, game. Oh, wow. Yeah, he went, uh, but he could only manage one, sadly. Um, um, I constantly remind him about it when any argument comes up. Um, Especially when it comes to getting tickets for Wembley this time round, you know well, what I mean. Sorry, Dad, you ain't got the points. Like, you know? yeah. Well, that, again, unfortunately, we I, I had a ticket for this one and couldn't go uh, for uh, against Barnsley. There was a my daughter, unfortunately, was in hospital and I had to stay oh my God. stay put. So, unfortunately, well, I'm, and, I'm glad you picked the most important one there. To be fair, pal, you know what I mean. There aren't, yeah. many, there, aren't there aren't many things where people can go. Well, you know, are you not coming to Wembley? What the bloody hell not for? Well, my daughter's not. Yeah. Right, no, no, no. There's nurses there. What more do you want? You know, it's, <laughs> that's, that, that's the sort of thing. So yeah, I I, I couldn't uh, I, I couldn't go. But um, the, the good thing about that is that my my daughter actually watched the game with us. And oh, uh, that's, that's nice. telling it was brilliant. So uh, she got she started crying at the end, but that's we found out since that's because me and my dad shouted too loud and we scared the living crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, what were we say? So, yeah, the Rumblows Cup final. Yeah, that was a. That's the first time I ever remember crying at a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. To, yeah, I just remember little things about that game. The. The game, let's be honest, was bloody awful. It was an atrocious game, apart from Sheridan's goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Thirty-nine minutes, fifty-two seconds. But you know, we'll. You know, I do remember that. But um, I just remember at the end of the game, a not being surprised that we'd won because what a team we were. Mm-hmm. And you know, Man United at the time were just thinking, oh, we'll roll over these. We've rolled over Chelsea. We've rolled over Derby. Um, Chelsea in the semi-final, by the way, was one of my favourite ever games attended. That was absolutely brilliant. 
Yeah, I think um, I think that was one of my first games. I've I've got all the program covers on a wall over there, yeah. and I think that was one of my first games that the the the, uh, the Chelsea one. My dad tried to drag me to Rotherham United for about four years up until then, and no, then went with my granddad and my uncle and went. I don't I don't want to go to Millmore anymore. It smells like tinkle. Well, uh, <laughs> when, you, when you went to Millmore, because I went there to see the reserves once, or I went to see the Intertoto Cup or something like that at Millmore. Mm-hmm. And you're peeing up against a wall. It's literally a wall. I was trying to explain this to somebody, to some of the kids at my work. And I'm like, you walked in and it was just breeze block, like maze. And it just had a a trough, a a pipe, half a pipe in the bottom. You went in, peed on the brick and then walked out again. That were it. With wet shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, no, it was, no, it's ridiculous. But it it was just, that that Chelsea game was, was, the best I went to that season was that Chelsea game, that second leg. And people can't mention Danny Wilson without shouting did well before it. Now, <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. I reckon, I reckon I could do the commentary word for word from that video, you know, and it, it, just because like, I think, I'm assuming I would have been at school the next day and it was a late night because we stopped to watch everybody run on the pitch and things like that. We were up, um, in the south stand, so we couldn't get anywhere near that. But just, 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 just a brilliant night. That probably the best, the first time I'd seen a really proper atmosphere. That was mm-hmm. that. That was that was superb. And then to see the final, um, we like my grandma, who was he's a you know was a Wednesday fan, but not a big Wednesday fan sort of thing. And 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 my mum going mental as well because me me mum. Me and my mum and my dad went to all the games that season, all three of us. And wow. um, yeah, brilliant. And because um, she was at home with uh, me and my sister, and we're all there watching this. My sister was only a baby, like just a brilliant day. And I remember me, my great granddad, God rest his soul, <laughs> ringing me at the end of the game. And I'm just crying down the phone to him because he was a massive Wednesday fan. And and just little things you remember like that that not other people won't remember because it don't matter to them. And just little things like that made that day brilliant. Yeah, that everybody will have their own versions of that call from your granddad. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. all have those those little stories. And, and that's I guess what's that that's what this this arm of the show's for, just to just to drill down on those stories. So I tell you what, so we had a good couple of seasons. I'm not just gonna skip by them. I just I, I just wanna uh, I wanna move into the mid nineties era because that was that for me, because I was fifteen, sixteen now. Mm. These were my these were my halcyon days now. So I remember Hurst and Waddle and Sheridan and all that. But then when I got hit with Benito Carboni and Paolo Di Cagno and Graham Hyde mm. for some reason, and uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and those, those years. He, yeah, do you know what? Underrated underrated AF. And uh, up there with Ian Nolan. my English book in a Graham Hyde poster. It was brilliant, yeah. Good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Look like Gareth Keenan from The Office, but still top player. Like, he did, you know what yeah, I mean? he did, yeah, yeah. Look, look weird when he shaved his head when he went to Birmingham. But what a so, battler, though. I mean, what a battler. <laughs> right, wasn't he? Like, so you you know, you've got you've got those years now. So you're probably approaching around 12, 13, and and so yeah. uh, I, told, I, I suppose towards the late nineties, you're now going with your pals and you're going with your mates, or you're meeting up with your family while you're there and you're on the away yeah. days and stuff like that. So what I want to know is about the 
the mischief and some of the big memories and 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 on the away days and and which ones you remember the most? If I'm honest, the mischief didn't really come till I was um, of drinking age. Well, uh, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, so we're talking um, turn of the millennium, early two thousands, really. Um, mm. The the um... hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We all know away days are mint. But there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. I remember feeling about the mid-90s, even back then, really nostalgic for the early 90s team because my all-time hero is Roland Nielsen. Um mm. This is when all my mates watching this will go, oh, God, he's not on about him again, is he? And, um, yeah, sadly. Um, and he was he was brilliant. And then it just no disrespect for this guy, but to get replaced by Peter Atherton wasn't exactly in Ian Nolan at the other fullback as well. It just, it, it, it just led, it was just a bit underwhelming. And the whole sort yeah. of period was underwhelming. It yeah. was. I mean, it, like, on, on one end of the scale, you had your Peter Atherton's, and on the yeah. other, you've got two of the greatest gifted footballers yeah. we've ever seen this year. But there was just—it was either—it was contrast. It was either one or the other. Like I used to look at Mark Pembridge, right? And Mark yeah. Pembridge would have been a good footballer in another team that didn't play with flair like we did at this this time, right? He was a yeah. real industrious footballer, as was Andy Booth, but. Yeah. We we wanted quicker move and pass and dribble because of these two players that we had in the Italians. But you can't partner them up with Peter fucking Atherton and Mark Pembridge. No, you can't. I mean, there was good players in there. You know, there, yeah. there was good players in there. I mean, going right to the back, I mean, Kev, consistent as old. Yeah. In, in, Des Bloody Walker. In Des Walker, probably the best defender I've ever seen at Wednesday anyway. And... Uh, and Mark Bright was still knocking around, uh, mm. knocking around then and, and doing brilliant things. But I just think that we, because everybody tried to look for a, because English players started to be too expensive, didn't they? Yep. And 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 we didn't have that kind of money to to get you uh, another Chris Waddle, for example. We we, we mm. weren't in that we weren't in that position, so we had to go. And how we managed to get the Canio, I, I was surprised at the time and um, Carboni not some, because to be fair before he came to Wednesday I didn't know a lot about him to be fair um, but Di Canio knew from being up playing for Celtic mm-hmm. um, the but we'd, we'd go for like uh, oh, what was his name now was it um, like Sedlowski and people like that and <laughs> Sinetti who scored that one goal and burst into tears 
Yeah, that's him. That's him. Inter- interesting story about Gochi Sedlowski, who was uh, dubbed the Macedonian Tony Adams, whatever the hell that means. Uh, we had John Newsom on the show back in lockdown, and he said the bloke had one leg, leg longer than the other, and he kept running around in a circle. He couldn't run in a straight line, which I absolutely adored as a tale. Uh, a bit like, a bit like Tony Adams's car, then. Yeah. In it. In it. Yeah. <laughs> so right, Jim. Let's let's get on the away days then. Let's t- tell right. me about the away days. Tell me about the mischief. Come on. Right. Okay. Um, the first one was as a young kid, so obviously no mischief at Palace, which um, and uh, Palace on a Tuesday night, which was um, a long way to go. A long way to go, uh, but it was in the holidays, so I was all right. And um, and my dad went to work two hours after we the coach got back, which I thought was. Uh, Good going. Um, we've been to uh, West Ham and been literally spat on for 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, at the old yep. uh, Upton Park. Um, away days, some brilliant things. Um, I think I remember two relatively recently, actually, although probably if you look back on your memories, it's probably like 10 years ago now. One at Notts County, which was brilliant. And uh, one at Leicester, and uh, my mate, I used to go with uh, three or four people, and um, my mate Adam, uh, we always used to go down from Lincoln, and Adam uh, just he'd had a, a few too many before, and he's and we'd lost three nil, so he's like he's got to that stage where it's like I can hurdle that hedge, that's no problem, <laughs> straight in there, you know that's that's not an issue, and we 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 just had some. <laughs> really good days just nothing that people say oh mischief and stuff like that not really a little bit boring really a <laughs> little bit boring we were, <laughs> but we just just used to do, oh yeah oh, yes um oh well i remember um going to derby and pride park just got zero soul at all mm-hmm. it's just the industrial estate car park in it and there was an harvester on the edge of the industrial estate, went in there. And I was like, oh, uh, one of the lads went up and pint of lager, please. They went, oh, £1.50. Went, oh, right. we'll have six then, you know. And, so, <laughs> uh, and it turns out we were on row Z again, or row Y as it were, because they couldn't afford a row Z. And, yes. uh, and I'm stood up on this thing trying to get a better view of the game dancing around and trying to, because we were always crap at Derby away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, just trying to get a better view. Turns out I'm on the coppers stand and two and two coppers come over and I was like, oh, no, son, not on there. And, um, and as it happens, um, I struggled to walk downstairs without any uh, rail and they didn't have any rail down there. So my mate, in his wisdom, thought, I know what I'll do. I'll give him a fire limbs lift down the... Uh, down the concourse. So he's carried me down all the way down the bottom of the stairs. Little did we, little did I know we were stood right next to the bloody Derby fan. So I got so much abuse for the rest of that game. <laughs> it weren't the it weren't the one where we lost three nil, was it? I think I want to it's, say it was it's, Rory it's one. <laughs> well yeah. There was there was one that was Rory Delap's debut, right? And it, we went um, down on yeah. the intercity owl and one of the lads was just went, are we just in the shirts today, lads, or what? And we went, yeah, fuck it, let's get the colours out. So we're down, and we were on, like, the third row behind the goal. Yeah. And um, and it had sidewards sleet and snow halfway halfway through the game, and I've never been so oh. cold in my damn life. 
Worst it day out of my life. It wasn't that one, but it was 3 0. Brilliant. <laughs> we're, we're really good at Derby away, aren't we? So, <laughs> so, right. So, let's talk about favourite players then. I mean, you know, everybody goes with uh, Hurst, Sheridan, Waddle, and you mentioned Roland Nilsson and Des Walker earlier on. But I kind of want to, I kind of want to find out because everybody says them, right? I want to hear yeah. some of the modern day heroes, random ones that you've gone. Do you know what? I, I used to really like Philip Scott or Danny Sonner or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I want to, I want to hear about them ones, them ones that you've got a really weird affinity for. Uh, right. Good question. <laughs> um, I do try. Well, yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Bullen when he was right. when he was around. He was brilliant. I've got him behind me, as you can see. Um, yeah. And quite a few in that in that team. Glenn Whelan was absolutely superb um, around that 05 team and stuff like that. I was lucky enough when um, I was a student, I did some work experience at the Wednesday press office. I got to work there for two weeks. Wow. And yeah. And it was the lads in there were brilliant, and I got to go on the golf day, um, not to play golf, thankfully, because that would have been embarrassing. Um, but you know, and I got to meet all the lads and stuff like that. I knew, um, and you know, and they were all absolutely brilliant. And all I remember is really feeling sorry for Geeline on Dumbu and Sungu because no, <laughs> why? Because nobody would speak to him because he didn't speak any English whatsoever. And bless him, they just left him on the side of this, t- on like a picnic bench while they all went off and played golf. And he was just stood there like that. They just left him there? They just, yeah, with, with like somebody with him, like uh, one of the club workers. I don't know who it was. I, I can't remember. And everybody else buggered off and just played golf. Sure. Um, yeah. And oh, um, your mate, Lee Peacock was there. He he turned up in plus fours. Of course he did. Yeah, um, which I weren't surprised at at all because I'd you know, and and I'd, yeah, so I got to know a couple of them them players, and so I'll, I'll always have a bit of an affinity to that team. Um, they they had a really good team camaraderie, didn't they? That that promotion did. team, like the, yeah. the players that we've had on the show from from that era, and and the way Lee talks about it, like he really. He really looks back on it with some kind of like doe-eyed expression, like that. Like they really enjoyed each other's company. Uh, you know, good. if we if, if we got Gillian on Sumbo and Dungo on, he might say something a bit different. But you know, yeah. they they, I, I, they they were really annoyed that they got broke up when we got promoted after Cardiff, weren't they? Yeah, I, I think we we played it. I think we played it wrong after the mm-hmm. after the Cardiff game because there was definitely some players that were going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, like was it Laurie Wilson and people like that and um, Lewis was it Lewis McMahon or, or have I got that yeah, right yeah yeah, I can't remember. Like that. yeah. and um, anyway people like that and they and they kept like you keep the core like your McLeans and Peacock and, and and all that but we we just added not great well, we've done that this season. We've yeah. done exactly the same yeah. thing this season, haven't we? Yeah, and I think we've done it. We did it when we came up in 2012 as well. I think the, the next season, people think we need better players to go up to the championship with, and they get dross. And, yeah. you know, who'd have thought Leroy Lita would have been terrible? You know, and he, he was brought in, and 
Everywhere he's gone, he's shit goals, hasn't he? We, we get we get everybody two years too late. That's our problem. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Tell me yeah. about it. I I, I wish I'd, I'd have loved to have a, a you know a twenty three year old Barry Bannon playing for Wendy. Can you imagine that? Like, oh dear. So, yeah. So let's talk about up to date then, right? So you, you you know you mentioned you mentioned the Wembley game and you mentioned you know because we don't talk about the dark years from about two thousand to about two thousand and four. Those are yeah. the dark years. And and I must admit, my memory of them is pretty sketchy. Well, that was my uh, university. That was my university days. So I wish they hadn't have been dark days. That was, <laughs> oh my god! I used to get was, the absolute piss ripped out of me for that. That was yeah, because you're walking around in a shirt that no yeah. one's ever seen before. That no, you know what I mean? And they're like, "What is that you've got on? This is Napoleon's casino, my friend." So yeah, you know. there was more Northampton Town fans in my uni than there were. <laughs> Ridiculous, ridiculous. So right, so uh, you know, let's talk about current season because I'm I'm just wary of time. Let's talk about current season. Let's talk about how how you think it's gone. I mean, well, you know, it's not really up for the lap of the gods. Uh, you know how no. it's gone. It, it, it's more how you think it's going to go and how you feel about Danny Rule and Chisco Munoth and Jan Siri and all the rest of it. Let's let's right. So let's get to the point where Darren Moore's gone. They've not yeah. agreed terms, and then let let's talk about it from there. Right. Uh, well, I was disappointed that he went. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, managing in League One obviously must be a lot different to managing the Championship. So mm-hmm. whether whether he'd have been successful, I don't know. Um, well, I, I tell you what, Jim. Sorry, sorry to chime in there because there, there was right. always there was always a part of me that when Moore went, there was always a part of me that sat there and thought. Um, can he do it in the championship? Have we have we put him on a pedestal mm. of here's this guy who got us up and we're like, yeah, Darren Moore's great, he's amazing. But can yeah. you know, he did drop his ass last March like in, in March and April. Like, he can did. he actually can he actually do this? And then since he's gone to Huddersfield, now I'm I'm not saying he's taken over a great team, but you know, at no. least he got a couple of draws, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. so that itch for me is scratched. Yeah. Especially now that I really like the gaffer that we've got now. But Go on, yeah. carry on. Yes, yeah, so that's all right. Um, anyway, so he's gone, and I just think it was. I had the same reaction to Zisco coming in, or Munoz, or whatever you want to call him. Um, same reaction to him coming in as I did to Josh Lukai, which mm-hmm. is this is knee, this this is knee jerk. I don't think I don't know a lot about him. I hope he does well, but. You can just see this not happening. And whereas when Roll comes in, in, I know a bit about him from basically watching football, Germany and and places he's been before. And you just think, firstly, it's depressing that the manager's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, it's, um, you just think, He's de- he's got a, you can see he's got a process and he's doing I think he's doing things right. I saw the game against Bristol City Saturday and we looked mm-hmm. all right. We looked all right mm-hmm. despite losing one nil. It it was I think there was more positives than negatives come out of that. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then now since I, it's just today, just to timestamp where we are in the in the year, it's just come out today that they got the red card wrong. Uh the, yeah. <laughs> In spite of me spending the entirety of last night's recording talking about how I can see it was probably should have been a red card. Uh, even the EFL have, <laughs> yeah, if it happened the other way, I'd have been absolutely yeah. incensed. 
I'd and have then, been screaming for it. And at the end of the at the end of the day, they should uh, you know ban Dawson for a game for a terrible pass. But, but I'm, I'm not allowed to. T- I've promised everybody I'm not allowed to talk about him anymore. And I keep using the if I speak, I get into serious trouble from Jose Mourinho. So uh, you know, you need, be, you need to be more postacoglu and less Arteta, don't you? Really? Yeah, just say uh, right. mate all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I'll do. That's <laughs> what I'll do. So, Jim, thanks a lot for joining us tonight, pal. It's been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. And uh, you know, and I, I just hope that we. Uh, that the season turns itself round. Um, and thanks yeah. a lot for joining us. Jim, see you later. Cheers, mate. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.